0: Hi, my name is Agile, and I support Gen X Grown Up through Patreon, and I believe you should too. Just go to patreon.com slash genxgrownup.
1: Welcome back, Gen X Grown-Up Podcast listeners, to episode 56 of the Gen X Grown-Up Podcast. I'm John. Joining us, as always, is George. Hey, how's it going, guys? And Mo. Hey, everybody. In this episode, we'll break down Brad Pitt's mission to Mars, explore a Windows app that might make you love your phone even more, if that's possible. (laughs) We return to (laughs) Borderlands and determine how the latest installment of that franchise stacks up. How in the world is a Windows app going to make
0: me want to love my phone? I don't like Windows as it is.
1: (laughs) You never know. No, you'll just have to wait and see. That's what a teaser is all about. Just read the book or listen <laughs> to the podcast or whatever is appropriate, I guess. Read right. the book. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get into those topics, let's take a second to dig in the fourth listener mailbag and see who we have uh, some email from. Fourth listener this episode is Chad, a hey, long-time Chad. listener, not first-time writer. Chad wrote in, and the subject of his email was ramblings from Chad. Oh, he fit right in. So well, there we right, go. Brace yourself. <laughs> I'll let you know that I, I heavily edited the ramblings from Chad, so we'll we'll fit it all in this single one-hour episode. Chad writes in <laughs> and he says, I'm not a Fast and Furious fan either, but the trailer for Hobbs and Shaw made me want to see that film. He's a fan of all three male leads, so he went. He also said, I got my wife to go as well because she likes Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, of course. Yeah, well. <laughs> you know, I like Dwayne Johnson too. I'm not ashamed to admit it. You know, it's kind of like Jason <laughs> Momoa filling out the Aquaman suit, right? That's right. Charisma had not be overstated. I don't think so. <laughs> Chad said, I absolutely love this movie. It reminded me of an 80s action movie. Explosions, car chases, one-liners, beautiful women, just so much fun. Yep. I think I'm there with you. I enjoyed yeah, it too.
0: Pretty much it. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it. It was just one of those ones where when you've seen the trailer 75
1: times... <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing left to watch, <laughs> you know. Like some of those '80s action movies, too. It was kind of like I've seen that now. No need to see that again. It's, it's, yeah. it was good, but it, I'm, yeah. done, I'm done with it. Yeah, like it's a bubblegum movie. It's straight up. So he goes on in his ramblings. shed says, "I agree that Orange is the New Black." George, that you were talking about a few episodes mm-hmm. ago, that right. final season really did the show justice. I loved how all the actors got to say goodbye to us and be a bit goofy. Yeah, that in credit scene was probably the icing on the cake for that series. That was really yeah, nice. Yeah, you you mentioned that, and it's uh, we said it's always nice when a series gets a chance to actually kind of tie it up properly and not just guess what you're canceled and they didn't do that right so. good on you Netflix uh, finally Chad says oh and John in my opinion you're not missing anything not having seen the Goonies oh okay Chad's done <laughs> oh That's <it>. come on <laughs> he's banned nah <laughs> he's, you're done now he says I cannot figure out why people love that movie so much <laughs> oh my god did he wait so watch that that, this? Was he saying like that he has seen it and he didn't think No, it was he has good? seen it he says okay. I'm not missing out for not having seen it because he doesn't know Ooh what the big deal is. It's got Thanos in it. Come come on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just, it captures that age of innocence when we were all growing up in the 70s and 80s, riding around on your bikes through your hometown, exploring, finding adventures. That's what The Goonies is. And I think it does it better than almost any movie of
1: its type. That's what makes it so great. I'll take your word for it. I haven't seen it. (laughs) It It's not not (laughs) that I don't want to see it now. Now I'm waiting for the right opportunity. To see it, you know, it's like it, it, I, I'm the waiting right this opportunity. Long. Press play. That's it. That's the opportunity. It's that it easy. A, it's a special occasion. Now I have to do it when it's
2: important. You need to write candlelight or something. What yeah, you yeah, that's about it. Here? Yeah, a little,
1: little mood music, some candles, some nice incense. Okay, not know this I, just went too creepy. That's enough. <laughs> Chad wraps it up, says, forever, fourth listener. I love when the emails end that way. Chad. Cool. Thank you, Chad. But that's okay. (laughs) Despite I'm glad you're on my side. But apparently, there's something to be said for this Goonies thing. I'm going to find out for myself. (laughs) We love it every time the fourth listener writes in. If you want your email on the show, you should hit us up at podcast at genxgrownup.com. You'll go in the hopper and get read right here on the show. All right, guys. uh, With that, let's hop into the meat of the show right after this. Domino's Pizza delivers quality. It takes fresh baked quality to avoid the
0: noid. Call Domino's Pizza now for hot quality pizza. Domino's
2: Pizza delivers.
1: Let's kick it off talking about media that we have been consuming and enjoying between the last time we spoke and now. Could be uh, TV shows or movies or comics or music or whatever it might be. And uh, George, let's start with you. What have you been uh, watching slash listening to?
0: Well, one thing that I've been watching recently is something that Mo absolutely hates, and that's American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> oh a yeah. little That's a little <laughs> a hyperbole comparison to the original. <laughs> Did he
1: ever say hate? Yes, but and you so guys he, have butted heads he over it, True. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyway, they had season
0: 11. The finale just wrapped up in Vegas recently, and we actually (laughs) got... another million dollar winner this year. Ooh. Yeah. So, Drew Dreschel, uh, his nickname is kind of the real life ninja, so he's one of these guys that he's been doing it. This was his 10th season. He wasn't in season number one, but all the other seasons since then, and he actually climbed the 80-foot rope in just under 30 seconds, so it was like 27 point change seconds and everything. An
1: 80-foot rope in under 30 seconds? Yeah,
0: that's that's why that many people win. (laughs) Uh. That's all the way over from Sasuke, the original Japanese show that most is apparently completely in love with <laughs> no just, I'm just saying it's superior <laughs> that's
2: all
1: it's not that it's superior they're both really good it's far superior far far no, superior oh, no, yeah no. alright boys break it up break it up <laughs> <laughs> they're,
2: they're, they're not, not doing it for question. a million dollars
1: <laughs> because they can't afford it I have a question you said this year they did have a million dollar winner so yes. they don't always guarantee somebody doesn't win that money is that no
0: it? so it hasn't happened for five years now
1: this is the yeah. first
0: time in five years that mm-hmm. a million dollar person has won and two people actually completed stage three this year so there was another climb off as what happened the very first time somebody was crowned American Ninja off. Warrior champion. <laughs> well, you know, it's whoever gets up there the fastest. Oh, I say, You race. know,
2: each stage gets more impossible than the previous yeah. one. And stage four is just ridiculous.
0: <laughs> so as much as I disagree with Mo in that <laughs> it's a great show, I will have to admit that this season they absolutely planned to try and generate a million dollar winner because they made their stage two completely ridiculously simple for these athletes. Uh, 20 Americanized plus it. guys actually completed stage two this year. This oh my is the God, most that's, that's ever huge. completed stage two. Usually stage two completion is like maybe under five people.
2: Yeah. Five is a lot. Five. is a,
0: Yeah. Like, so. so I think they were trying to get a million dollar guy this year. Yeah. Well, probably good for ratings to get somebody really do well and
1: win like that. That makes sense.
0: And there was a little bit of a controversy because they kind of pre-announced it during an NFL football game on Ooh. Sunday. They said, "Ooh, on Monday night, we're here for American Ninja Warrior and by the Way we do have a winner and everybody's like oh shit <laughs> well we know what Since it's not then, a foregone
1: right? conclusion yeah yeah so this is the season 11 finale are they continuing keep going well yeah i mean there'll be another season there'll be season 12 okay it's already so it's been not picked up series finale all right yeah so it's season 11 of ninja warrior wrapped up but something else just kicked off in fact something george i think you were looking forward to the last time we spoke yeah uh yeah american horror story
0: 1984 kicked off this past week this is the day glow <laughs> one that's copying stranger <laughs> things you said. Dayglo. Yeah. yeah, everything <laughs> is coming up 80s in the world of entertainment right now. Of course, right? so it's we've the got, best
1: de- a decade. Why wouldn't yeah, you?
0: Yeah, I mean, Stranger Things and all these other TV shows doing these throwback episodes and everything. They absolutely took what I loved about things like Friday the 13th and put it into this new season. I haven't watched American Horror Story since The Witches Were in New Orleans. That was mm-hmm. the last time I watched one, but this was really fun. They've was got, it? Yeah, they've got Night Stalker. He's involved in this right now so it was in that 1984 time frame when the night stalker was terrorizing people in los angeles
1: it's a the, group oh, oh, of the, people the, the serial killer Night the stalker. serial killer okay. yeah. oh, oh gotcha yeah i thought you meant like uh, kolchak the night stalker no no, no, sure no. About. <laughs> <laughs> okay like what the hell's he doing there all right i understand
0: <laughs> and they've opened up a camp you know just like camp crystal lake but it's just outside of los angeles there was a real murder the real murderer is actually a guy in an insane asylum a la halloween and michael myers and he escapes of course but well, they're know, just taking a page out of camp. every
1: playbook and they're they did them together yeah i'm just waiting much. for
0: somebody to fall asleep and like a freddy krueger like guy to pop up and then you'll have all, all three right. but best part of the episode number one don Swayze, patrick Swayze's brother gets oh, his really? head stomped in by the head guy
2: by <laughs> the mean <laughs> villain guy <laughs> oh well you just ruined it now i don't have to bother <laughs> <see>. no, welcome <laughs> to the show goodbye from the show you're done yep <laughs> <laughs> really fun though
1: you had a little trepidation about this you're like oh they're copying this thing but it sounds like you actually enjoyed it i did enjoy it because
0: yes i had some trepidation like oh they're gonna copy you know stranger Mm -hmm. things but i think they've they're playing it tongue-in-cheek enough that it's still entertaining and I hope that they continue with the feel that they've done in episode number one as we move forward. Well, I don't
1: know the last time if ever that I watched maybe the first season I watched American Horror Story but uh, I might have to renew my subscription and start watching this again. Is this something that you looked at at all mode? You watch this show?
2: I watch. I haven't watched this season yet. Yeah. Watched pretty much most of the other seasons but this one though it sounds interesting. It sounds like they're kind of doing something a little different and like I said a little bit more fun. And right up our alley.
0: Yeah and one of the best parts yeah. too as well they open up the show with all of them in a jazzercise Studio doing the exercise, like, and like flash dance, these, yeah, and like these little name <laughs> flashes as the camera pans on them, and they give like the the rock eyebrow pose, you know, like oh, if, as it gives all their right. name in the day glow writing, like kind of like Cobra Kai style or something.
1: It, it's all hilarious. Right. That's enough to at least make me take a look. All right, you sold me on. <laughs> give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. Well, why don't you sell me on something then? What are you watching? Listen, I- I'm going to do my damnedest. If I can't sell you on this, I'm not doing my job at all. So there is a new series that's on Amazon Prime and okay. I don't really like browse Amazon Prime that much I came up my news feed and I think they said you know this new series called Undone is like nothing you've ever seen before which is exactly what you would say with any series to get people <laughs> yeah, to watch it much. so I was right yeah I was like yeah sure I'll take a look but I downloaded it and I took a look I actually watched it on an international flight coming back home from my trip overseas last week and I binged the entire thing if you like anything good you have got to see this series <laughs> Jeez. It is it, just, I, If you I like know how, anything good. I'm telling you, it, every there's nothing about this show that I didn't If you love. like Lobster,
0: you have to watch Undone. If, if you, you like <laughs> if you like
1: peanut butter and jelly, right? If you like walks in the park, anything in media, if you enjoy. So first of all, it's a rotoscoped animation. So oh, they like okay. shot real people. I know which
0: one you're talking about now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they, I've they they seen shot real, real people and they, for they, this. they
1: drew over it. So the art style, it looks great. It's kind of like, like a cross between like heavy metal but Except it's, like they it's, did it's like more American realistic pop, that
2: anime movie it, yeah it, it is right right like
0: scanner darkly
1: right yes yeah, like yes scanner darkly, darkly
2: yep. but not crappy good yeah so <laughs> <laughs> well if you like anything bad you'll like scanner darkly
1: no <laughs> you will like scanner darkly if you like crap that's true but so the premise of undone so the animation style is great to look at that just grabbed me but the premise is just amazing there's this young lady who's kind of bored with her life she's kind of in a rut this character named alma she's just kind of she has a boyfriend and she has a job and everything kind of blah. And the, the show starts off where she's driving down the road. She kind of sees something on the side of the road and she has a car accident. Well, what she saw was her dead father who starts appearing to her in the hospital, teaching her how to move through time to solve his murder. Ah, okay. Well, it's got
2: time travel set. Mom Backley gets you in it, right?
1: But here's the thing. It's also like this Inception deal. Like, is she really seeing her right. dead father? Or is, is she, she, she just really in a coma traveling through time right now? Yeah. Right? Or is it a dream? Or is she schizophrenic as her grandmother was. Is Patrick Duffy going to come out of a shower at any moment?
2: <laughs> you <laughs> you know? might think
1: that. Yeah. <laughs> the acting, which I don't want to call a voice acting because actors did actually act in front of cameras for this. And there's so much special effects in it that I bet the budget couldn't have handled it if it was practical effects. But since it's animated, they can do anything, which is super awesome. And, and the only known actor that I recognized was the father is played by Bob Odenkirk. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Say, it's the Better Call Saul voice guy, very right? Distinctive. It is. That's right. And he's phenomenal in it. Everyone is phenomenal. In it, it has that kind of uh, life is strangey kind of female protagonist going through some stuff thing that we enjoy in games. I'll stop raving about this, but let me just say you deserve to take a look at this if you enjoy kind of cutting edge, well written media.
0: Mo, you deserve to take a look at this. Mo, good job. You do. Oh. I, you I didn't, did not right. deserve anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you owe it to yourself. I I, I hope they do more of it. I will say that the only thing I didn't like about it is you know how my feeling is about kind of ambiguous endings, but it Uh-oh. didn't not have an ending. <laughs> it kind of had that inception-y kind of is it, isn't it kind of ending. But, like Total Recall Blue Sky on Mars kind of thing? Um, A little more ambiguous than that. Okay. More like, is he in a dream? Is he not in a dream? Maybe. It leaves it open to interpretation, but I definitely think it opens it up to discussion. It, it's not just, it doesn't just cut to black. It makes you go, oh, so what actually happened? Which is, it's well done. So Undone, Amazon Prime. I don't know what else I could say about it. Will, will you guys at least take a look if you haven't yet? I think you you, you will enjoy it. I
0: mean, I was planning on taking a look at it as it was because it was kind of on my list I noticed it oh, in good. Amazon Prime when I was yep. on my DS9 binge watch thanks to you.
1: <laughs> Me too, yeah.
0: <laughs> so I'd seen it pop up a few times you know it's like oh the new series you know is those little titles up at the top of it so mm-hmm. I'd already planned on taking a look it's just a matter of getting around
2: and getting time to actually sit down and enjoy top it. Top of your list. talked it up so much now though. I don't know. If- yeah, I, listen, it'll live up to it. I really think yeah, it will. <laughs> okay. Top of your list
1: and some of them are like 20 30 minutes a piece they're not really long and I think it's 10 episodes. It's easy to tear through. I wished it wasn't over when it was over. I was. I hope they do more of it. It's it's fantastic. All right. And
0: you know, if this turns out to suck, you're really on the hook
1: for this. I'm really, really. <laughs> <laughs> My bacon is getting cooked. All right. <laughs> let's throw it over to Mo and let's see yeah. if he has something worth seeing. You went and checked out something you were looking forward to as well.
2: Yeah. Um. The new movie with Brad Pitt, Ad Astra. Oh, Ad Astra. good. You got
1: to see it. Yay. I've yes. been wanting
2: somebody to tell me if it was any good or not. So it wasn't what I expected in the All movie. Right okay i liked it i think a lot of people won't oh Mm. really why because well, one it's like kind of space, but hyper realistic. Like okay, here is how things would actually operate in that environment. So like it
1: actually takes three months in the film in real time to get where you are going. Is that what you are saying? Yeah, exactly. Three
2: month <laughs> film. <Damn. laughs> yeah, it was, it was. They had a bathroom break, so it was all right. So, <laughs> so it's really more about drama. Or I guess you could just call them a space opera. It used to be, I guess, it used to be the term for this kind of thing. Where yeah, space is the backdrop, but really it's the story that you care about. And it's and it's it's a very odd story too. And the only thing I probably Disliked about it is that there's a lot of voiceover whispering. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, like oh. like like Brad Pitt's in his head, Yo, oh. and I'm like, just talk, dude. I get it. But besides that, though, I mean, I thought it was a really really well done movie. I thought the special effects also like added to the movie. Tommy D. Jones was in it, and he looks rough. Oh my god, the man looks rough in this thing. <laughs> Donald Sutherland's in it, and I thought Donald he was dead. Sutherland. Yeah, and I thought he was dead too. <laughs> Damn, I saw him, and I was like, holy shit, he's alive! But it's not a fast movie. That's the thing. It's it's a slow paced so movie. It,
0: how would you compare this to like? because I'm curious. I mean, there's been a couple of films that have been that hyper realistic or tried to be hyper realistic space opera kind of things like Interstellar that came out a few years ago and then mm-hmm. there was the one with Matt Damon where he was trapped on Mars.
2: Martian. Yeah, Martian. I, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, all those based on some of them on book properties and things like how
2: does this rate compared to those or is it completely incomparable? So, I think it I think it compares really well to like something like Interstellar. Okay. You know, where there's it's it's a lot of like slow moving plot stuff for the story and then they do some space stuff. That's kind of weird and they go back to a like long plot it's it's very very similar to that so if you liked Interstellar you probably would like this movie I I did enjoy Interstellar
1: I read an article from some NASA astronaut who said that in his book this registers up there with the most accurate of space Mm -hmm. films in recent memory and for better or for worse that's high praise yeah Yeah, Yeah. right it is but that doesn't lend itself to much action necessarily I guess but it's more
2: accurate (laughs) matter of fact there was one scene where I don't know if you saw in the trailer where they're like in these moon buggies and somebody shooting at them there's like a trailer Mm yeah to say truth of all the scenes in a movie, that one just seemed weird because it seemed like they were throwing some action in there because they needed some. <laughs> just arbitrarily. Like, oh,
0: okay. We got to appease the 20-year-olds. In yeah, the exactly.
2: <laughs> I got you. Here's your pod race. Oh, we need something for the trailer that makes us look more <laughs> exciting <laughs> the pod than race.
1: We got the Star Wars guys with pod race. We got the Fast and Furious crowd because we're driving and shooting, so we're in good shape. <laughs> yeah,
2: we're good. We're good. Good opening day. They say it's definitely not a fast pace. It's definitely more like Interstellar. Alright, so I have two questions for you, Mo. First of
1: all, yeah. I'm going to ask you to put it on Georgia scale, whether it's a a list free five dollar Tuesday or full price kind of film. What would you recommend most people?
2: Uh, most people would say five dollars. So okay. It's a mid range, mid range. Yeah, uh,
1: and then finally, if you had to review it, how many tokens would you give it out of five?
2: Me, I would probably give it three and a half, four.
1: Okay, that's on the high end, but it's conservative at least, right? Yeah,
2: I mean, there's some room. That, like I said, some parts of it were very slow, mm-hmm. which I think they could have like not. They could have sped up. <laughs> you know, I said I think the acting was pretty amazing in it i mean everybody in the movie just did like this great job of acting and they said it was a very deep kind of story to it too so that's why apparently I, that's they brought did. donald
1: sutherland back from the dead to yeah uh, act once again so that was a good to nice see him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and apparently they brought tommy lee jones back from the dead too because even though i didn't think he was dead he looked like he, <laughs> he was kind of looks like it <laughs> <laughs> new clear eyes has
1: more for your eyes clear eyes not only removes redness fast its extra ingredient moisturizes to leave eyes refreshed relieved and sparkling clear
2: clear eyes removes redness and moisturizes too once again, I don't have anything for tech toys. Mo, no surprise. Well, you had something last time, so we got to give you, you know the Mo six month break. Yeah, now. let's cut him a little slack. All right, I'll do it uh, every other month. I'll have something. But so again, I'm hoping that you guys have something that I will be totally interested in and will have to spend my hard earned cash on. So what do you got, oh, I'm, George? We'll try I'm it.
0: hoping you spend money on something. That's kind of the point of the segment. But <laughs> before we get into that, I want to take John a little bit to task and ask him some questions. Oh. So I oh. made my thirty thousand dollar tech purchase, right? right oh, that's the a yeah. car. Oh, yeah, I have Android oh, right, yeah. Auto. While oh, we were yeah. talking about that, John, you said mm-hmm. that you loved Android Auto because it did some things for you, like it was almost too all-knowing. Like if you had an appointment that came through on your Google Calendar and mm-hmm. you were getting in your car, it would say, "Oh, you have an appointment." Blah blah blah. Would you like me to take you there? And you would say yes. And then mm-hmm. sometimes it would say, "Oh, you need to go to this Mexican restaurant because you haven't been there t- yet today." So let's All go true. to the Mexican. Yeah. None of that's happening with mine. So what the hell, man? <laughs> I. Got appointments on my Google Calendar that are not <laughs> like popping up when I get in my car. It's not asking me would I like to go to McDonald's or Wendy's or any of that crap. It's just I'm plugging it in and it's starting to play Pocket cast And that's all it does. So Yeah,
1: it's very interesting that you you bring this up. So I, I also mentioned, you'll remember we talked about this, that Android Auto had just had a big update around the time that you got your new car. We're starting okay. to use Android Auto, right? Yeah. And I had just started using, I think I said used it like less than a week at the time that we spoke. It was a new upgrade right and they have pretty dramatically changed the scary integration with your calendar and some of it i'm not a huge fan of so there used to be a really nice kind of like, like a home page there was there was a media page the map page and the home page and the home page is where when you got in your car it would list like upcoming appointments that that i told okay, you it yeah was i don't awesome. get
0: anything like that okay
1: yeah it, it went away when they when they went to the new update well
0: damn it Thirty thousand dollars down the drain. I'm mad No, no,
1: now. No, 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 no. There's still there, there's redeeming qualities here. I think. <laughs> now, so really, incidentally, to this whole discussion is Android Auto. I've noticed since I started using it is the weirdest thing that it's almost entirely undocumented. If you want to know how to use it, there's not like you know, go to androidauto.com and it's like, welcome. Yeah, I was let looking for help through. files and stuff to see what I could figure out what I was doing wrong. Well, if you find it, call me because I have yet to find <laughs> nowhere do they clearly document what all you can do. It just kind of you figure it out, you know, It's I guess they're thinking it's like your phone, like you don't read the manual for your phone. You just know how to use your phone. And they're trying to make it that easy. But I think it needs some instructions. They moved all the notifications (laughs) to their own little notification bell. So you can go. It's great that when used to be they pop up and go away. If you didn't click on them in time, they went away. Well, now there's a place you can click a little bell to look at previous notifications. But what's notably gone, as you said, George, that's aggravating me, in fact, is that there isn't a here's what's coming up next on your calendar. Now, there is a calendar App that you can go into and click on upcoming events, but it doesn't kind of read your mind that like takes I mentioned away it used the to. whole
0: mm-hmm. hands off approach that I was really looking forward to. Not to mention the fact that, let's say that I'm driving down the road and Google Maps is on the stream, right? And it's mm-hmm. taking me yeah, somewhere. All sure. Right, somebody gives me a call. Yep. It stays on the phone screen after the call's ended, never goes back to Maps automatically. What the hell is that, Google? Really? I'm no longer driving hmm. just because wow. I accepted a phone Even call. Even my
2: iPhone does that.
0: Wow, <laughs> shut up. Okay, Mr. I was
1: curious. I don't know if you're in between <laughs> versions because the old version used to do that and the new version works better with phone calls. So maybe you and I need to sit down offline and figure out where you're at in what version or maybe you're in between Possibly, them or something. Possibly, yeah,
0: because I don't know yeah. what's going on with this thing. It, it used feels to have some really like unfinished what I have. So maybe I am on some weird beta maybe version in between. or
1: something. I don't know. It could be, yeah. Yeah, so they've made some things better and they made some things worse. What I can tell you is that they improved a lot of the voice recognition stuff. So like if you say, okay, Google, what's coming up next my calendar, and you can say, and then a follow-up question, you can say, go there, which my phone over here just heard me say, okay, Google, so shut up. <laughs> so they have improved some of that stuff where, like, follow-up questions and answers and that kind of thing, but some of the immediate stuff that seems so spooky seems to be buried a bit. I don't know if that's for better or for worse. I was looking forward to it, so for me, it's for worse right now. <laughs> I, we might just need to start a whole website that explains how to use Android Auto, because clearly, <laughs> Google didn't make one, because it, it's it's a little difficult to figure out at first. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I, it's... Well, apparently Apparently. <laughs> there's nothing there that really walks
0: you through anything. Like, I would no. think the first time you plug up your phone, there would mm-hmm. at least be one of those little, the things that we click next, next, next on a lot when we get a new app yeah. or something. It's like, or like you start a new, new game feature over here. Here's your life bar. This and here's, and
1: yeah, exactly.
0: Something. Yeah. No, yeah. there's nothing like that. And nope. I don't like the way that the apps are displayed or not displayed. I don't like the fact that there's no home screen available. I really don't like the fact that other parts of my vehicle, like, say, I have Serious radio, which I do right now, none of that is integrated into the Android auto screen interface. So like I barely can tell what channel I'm on if I'm on mm. Serious, but I'm using my Google Maps. It's really unfavorable for me right now.
1: Oh, no. Uh Yeah. So, you know, I might just get rid of uh, Sirius because I don't need it anymore with Spotify. But I get what you're saying. Like, it kind of blanks out the car stuff. And if you use something in the car, that's kind of hidden. Yeah, that's definitely true. And I can't
0: even use like Plex. Like you use Plex and I've seen you scroll through with the buttons on your steering wheel to get a song that you want. I can't even figure out how to do that. I think it got all Georged up. I think you're in (laughs) In between (laughs) directions or something. (laughs) George, you need to drive to
2: John's house, let him spend five minutes on it, and he'll have it yeah. Out okay,
1: Google, take me to John's house,
0: and, <laughs> and it won't. <laughs> and then
1: fix yourself. <laughs> so, so Mo, maybe we need to look. Do you use the Apple CarPlay thing in your vehicle, or no? You I just you use, use the phone use itself. You just use the phone itself. Yeah, I know they have a comparable thing. Maybe we need to kind of look and compare. I'm not switching to Apple, but I wonder how they do it a little differently. Or maybe some of our fourth
0: listeners out there can write in and help us with their experiences, both on the Android or the
1: Apple versions of these things. You got to think somebody listening is smarter than us because we're oh. fumbling around with this. <laughs> That's not hard to imagine. <laughs> nope. Well, since, Mo, you just use your phone with your car, I actually have a new piece of software that's on the Windows platform that might make you enjoy your phone a little bit more than you already do. And George, you ask, how is that possible? So we finally yeah. got to that point, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> I'm always amazed with the kind of integration apps that Windows is working on to try to make themselves a little more seamless. I mean, they've come so far since like Windows 7 that was kind of no. built in a silo. Yeah. Uh, remember we talked, I don't know, months and months ago about the fact that something Android could do now that Apple cannot easily on a Windows platform is be able to do texting from, what is it, messages.android.com. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Love that. Really, really cool. so Because when you're sitting like at your desk and you get a text, what a pain is it to grab your phone, unlock it, type with your thumb, so I'm sitting in front of a beautiful 104-key keyboard to do the work. I came across a new app that is in the Windows App Store you can download called Your Phone. That's the name of it. Okay. Okay. So what it does is way more than what the Android Messages... web app does it brings in messaging just like that did it brings in all of your camera gallery you can access directly. without having have really? an upload to Dropbox or something. And it brings notifications that pop up, directly integrate into Windows. They pop into that sidebar. You can reply huh. in line right inside of the Windows interface. Really? Yeah, I, I didn't see this coming. When did Windows do this? I don't know. It's kind of new and fresh, and I'm running it in parallel with messages. But the, the really great thing I realized is, Mo, this is something for you. It's a okay. tech toy, and it's free. It works with Android or Apple, apparently, somehow. Wow, okay. Wow. Right. And I always thought Apple didn't open up their ecosystem to allow that.
2: I thought so too. <laughs> so that's interesting.
0: So I remember back in the day, John, you had gotten me hooked on, I think it was called Pushbullet maybe or something yep. like that.
2: Yeah, there was Pushbullet There's a couple of things. similar
0: yep. to this. And I remember I was able to like download photos from my phone and do all... So why is this so much different or so new than what that was? And that was several years
1: ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've stopped using Pushbullet largely because well, it, it's a pay for premium app to actually get access to everything you need. Right. And it's a separate app that you open and run internally. Now there's integrations and hooks into Chrome. The beauty of this your phone app for me so far at least and granted let me just caveat that I'm taking it on a test drive right now. I'm not in love with it but I'm really liking its potential is how tightly it integrates with Windows. You run it, you minimize it, and it's almost like your phone is integrated into your your desktop experience, much like Apple has always done if you own an iPhone and an Apple computer. Mm-hmm. It integrates right. your phone into the OS where, you know, the notifications pop up right there where every notification pops up in your Windows environment. So it, it kind of integrates it in a way that those other pay apps don't. And it's free. Well, free is nice. That's, first of all, just <laughs> hopefully it'll bonus. stay
0: free because you know how these things, they start off free, they get you hooked, and then it's, you know, like your favorite neighborhood crack dealer. They Oh, now the third <laughs> hit.
1: I'm sorry. First one's free. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who wrote the app? Do you know? It's written by Microsoft. Oh, it it's is. part it's of actually- Windows. It, it's oh. an app written by Microsoft. Yeah, it's not a third party. So it's I'm thinking it might free, stay then. free. Yeah, that, that's my hope. That's interesting. If there's any downside, I guess there's two little minor things. One is that it's a separate app you must run both on your desktop. So it's not integrated like on a tab on your browser. But remember, it's inside of your OS, too. So it integrates there. And the other is you have to install it on your phone and allow it all the permissions to see all the things you want want to see on your desktop. that's how they're doing it. So if you're paranoid, maybe you don't want to do this. But as I've said many times, I'll take convenience over privacy any day of the week. I'm very happy with (laughs) how it's working so far. So uh, I hope it doesn't do a battery drain, but it doesn't seem to so far. It's it's worth a look, especially, Mo, since you're gun shy about money. It's totally free. You should try it. Well, there you go.
0: (laughs) I just I looked it up in the Microsoft store right now on my PC.
1: And what was interesting when
0: I pulled it up in the browser start menu, it came Mm -hmm. up as two and a half stars on the rating. But then when I'm looking at it in the Windows store, where it says four out of five. So <laughs> I'm not sure what kind of ch- shenanigans is going on here. I but don't know. Yeah, I'll give it a shot and see what happens. Yeah. I
1: don't think it's perfect, but I think it's worth a look, especially for free, as long as it does no harm. You know what I mean? Right, exactly.
2: Can't hurt to do for free. Hi, Rich Hall here. Party crashing. Yeah. I see you guys are having fun with these new Flintstone kids glasses. You can get at Pizza Hut for 49 cents each. I really love that Freddy glass, Ryan. Dabba dabba doo. What do you think, Renee? Pretty bedrock, huh?
0: No, real bedrock.
2: What's your favorite glass, Patrick?
0: Wilma!
2: Pizza Hide has a different glass every week, so forty-nine cents each. Mom and Dad, you could
1: collect all four for your kids.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, <laughs> children of all ages. That's just creepy. It out is now. <laughs> time for the Generation X games segment, brought to you proudly <laughs> by the gentlemen at Gen X Grown
1: Up and the makers of Valium. Adult, over to you. <laughs> Ooh, I need a grown-up. Oh, I'm oh. All right, I John, what
2: are weird. you playing, buddy?
1: Oh, do I have to go first? Yeah, <laughs> you got to follow
2: that. I'm not going to. All
1: right. No, no, it, it's not It's not that I don't want to go off of that lead-in. The game that I want to talk about, I'm starting to play because last time we spoke about games, George was right. <laughs> <laughs> Do, wait, wait, oh, wait! Sorry. was that too loud? Did I peg the meter was, there? I apologize. Yeah, no, no, no. It's it's good. It's good. I, I didn't need that ear at all. The. <laughs> We talked last time about an action-based mobile game called Chameleon that was, you know, jumping and changing colors. Yeah, yeah. And George was really not into that. He's like, that yeah. sounds like torture. That's no fun at all. Right. And I'm like, no, George, you're full of shit. It's a fantastic game. Well, I kept playing it, and I got to the point where it was so damn hard that it wasn't fun anymore. <laughs> and as I'm getting there, I'm like, no, no, it, it's I'm, it's still fun. I'm having a good time. Because in the back of my head, I, George can't be right. <laughs> it's like, no, it's... Uh, I'll play it again. It's still fun. Damn it. It's so hard. And so... (laughs) <laughs> Ultimately, uh, I accepted the fact that George, you were absolutely right. That game Woo-hoo. started out really fun, and it turned out really difficult and felt like work. Have you kept playing that Mo at all?
2: I it, I had the, actually the exact same experience. it got so two damn hard, two,
1: baby. There I, we went, go. Yeah,
2: I, I mean, I started going back and playing the easier levels, trying to get the other challenges. Oh yeah, those are great. The easy yep. levels. Are so right. I went back, and did the, but then I saw one. And I was like, I have to jump up, hit the underside of this thing, jump. Yeah, double jump with my head, bounce off of this. Change the color three times. I was like, I'm going to... Play the golf game instead.
1: So Georgia win, but because you were right, I went looking for something that was less high impact, (laughs) was easier to play. I wanted something more Zen like, more calming, something just like play with, you know, you're getting ready to go to bed and you want to kinda you know putz around. So I went looking and I found a game very highly rated, like four and a half stars or something out of five, called Osmos H D. Okay. It is effectively a you're a moat of dust. You're just a little tiny bubble. Hmm. And We've all seen these games, like these .dot io games, like Slitherio and like like Worldio, where you have to eat littler things to become bigger. Yeah, and that's right. basically yeah. the concept. It's it's this very atmospheric kind of uh, soundscape. It even says best played with headphones when it starts. Oh. And you're, you're like in this enormous kind of area and there's giant motes of dust out there and you're a tiny, tiny one. And you're kind of like a little bubble. And to, to move around, you have to eject some of your mass and you get a little smaller and a little smaller. And the thing, the, what you eject as mass to move can doesn't go away. You can't lose any matter. It becomes its own little bubble. That you can go back and reconsume. And the levels are just drifting around in space and it's inertia Base, like you're in, you're floating in space. And if you just thrust a little, you'll move forever until something stops you. And it's so calming and it's so unlike Chameleon. <laughs> oh. It's not much more like level. something I think George might even like. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, that does sound appealing to me. Something that's simple, fluid, zen. That's something I'm into when it comes to phone games because phone games, you know, too action oriented or too helter skelter kind of stuff. in a phone device for me, that's mm-hmm. not enjoyable. It's too small of a screen. My fingers are too fat and have been broken too many times to really manipulate the games well. So something like this sounds like I would enjoy it.
1: Yep. And it's a nice rebound, Mo, off of the uh, Chameleon game we've been playing, I think. Oh, God, because that one, I it starts stressing me out.
2: <laughs> it's just it, I know, it's too stressful.
1: Yeah, it is. So Osmos HD, and like uh, so many other games that I've liked in the past, it's not free. I think it's like a buck or two, but it's zero ads, zero gems. You just play the game, which is a yeah. great bonus if you're just trying to, you know, get in and get out of a game and try to play it uh, so I recommend you take a look at it okay Mo how about you I believe this is a game you were looking forward to the latest edition of Borderlands
2: uh yeah actually yep Borderlands 3 just came out um yeah. I bought it right away did you pay in full price
1: for another game yeah I did wow well so at least you bought it on Steam I hope yes no Steam doesn't have it ah, what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> I had to buy it on Epic Games. Just like Control.
2: Yeah. So, wait a minute. The game is not available on Steam? It wasn't when I looked yet. for it. Yeah, not yet. Wow. Weird, That's right? Unusual? Yeah, that was odd. But it's so, but anyway, so I went to Epic Games, which now is like I have two games on Epic that I've been playing. So. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's becoming a thing. <laughs> I picked it up. You know, my expectation was, okay, it'll probably be more of the same. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it is. You know, I would say it's more of the same. But,
1: but is that a bad
2: thing? No, or? not at all. Matter of oh, fact, I okay. think they upped the world part of it. Like, there's actually like a city, like a real city you get to go to. Okay. And there's like different... You actually go to three different worlds or four different worlds ultimately.
1: Like different planets entirely. i different, plan- different
2: planets. And each planet oh, yeah, has a okay. different look and feel to it. Um, it still has all the funny, tongue-in-cheek, sarcastic... Like I was... I think I mentioned to you, John, before I was describing it. It was like you need fuel for your spaceship so to give you this car she's like this thing is green because you just roll over people and convert some to fuel <laughs> 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 so it's, it's biofuel you know? <laughs> so- biofuel <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, the basic mechanics are the same but the, the new they added new character types like the only one I think they kept from the original game is the siren okay yeah all the other three are brand new types of classes and they're just fun to hell. one is you control animals so you have an animal and you get like buff them up the other one you have a giant robot that you kind of teleport around you that you could use for a certain like a, like of time. Like a mech you can be in, I yep. saw
1: in the trailer, right? Like, a, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, like a roboty thing.
2: And then it has all, like, I'm already at the point where I'm not picking up some stuff because I'm like, not worth it, not worth it, not worth it. Yeah, <laughs> not worth it. <laughs> you know you so the, the
1: whole basis of Borderlands always has been first, shoot a million people. They're all yep. bullet sponges, but it's the loot drops, it's all the different guns and mods exactly. and, perks and shields and stuff. And, and they stuff. kept all that and,
2: too. And then, matter of fact, they added some new things to the weapons, which make like every weapon now, or most weapons have two modes. So actually, you could have a, a rifle that you could switch. Between shooting corrosive and explosive. Oh, no, I remember switch. having
1: to like, yeah, you 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 couldn't have that had both. You had to pick one or the other based right. on what you carry. You have but, one okay. weapon
2: and you just switch it and it'll switch modes in the middle, which is pretty damn cool. All in all, I mean, so far I'm really liking it. I mean, you said it's, it's the, the story definitely keeps you interested. And this even the side missions, I did a couple of those, and they are pretty long and involved as well.
1: One of the big draws of Borderlands for me always was the multiplayer. And mm-hmm. I'm sure that's still in there. Have you tried any multiplayer yet? Is no, it still you haven't, haven't gotten the game or, yet. Listen, you know? oh, Joe, am I your only friend who plays more yeah <laughs> you could promise Georgia key just like i did with mortal Kombat. yeah, yeah i'm sure you he'd be happy to play out. with you yeah still waiting <laughs> no you played on parsec it, uh, that counts that counts no <laughs> So would you
2: recommend it? I mean, if you like the other games, do you think this is uh, at full price? Um, let me tell you. I mean, I played, I think I played all of them, but then like there's some intermediary games they had, like the handsome Jack ones or whatever, which yeah, didn't yeah. grab me. The story wasn't that deep and it just, I just played and it sort of fizzled out on it. Mm-hmm. This one though, it's like, it has that same feel that you finish a mission and then it like immediately like sets you up for the next one. And you're like, oh, I... What time is it? Can I start this now? Keeps you driving. Keeps okay. you driving, which is like you know, it's nice to have a game that actually makes you have that feeling, not like oh, let me get this thing over with.
1: Mm. Okay. All right. Well, if you send a key to me and George, we'll love happy to play with you. Just uh, <laughs> just set it up and we're good to go.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'll get right on that. All right. So anyway, <laughs> thank you. Uh, moving on from that. So George, did you finally get to play Life is Strange? We gave George an assignment last time. Yes, he didn't right. even know the latest episode yeah. was out. Yeah. I okay.
0: So episode four is out. So I said, you know what? I haven't been feeling well i've played a lot of games lately i've just been sponging off watching movies and tv shows and everything mm-hmm. but We're i just said fine. okay <laughs> i'm gonna play a video game i'm gonna play life is strange too i loaded it up just last night mm-hmm. and i started playing and i'm like oh this is interesting this is fun this is neat and it gets through the little you know the opening trailer part the grabber mm-hmm. of a tv show and then it announces the episode yeah i'm playing episode three <laughs>
1: You were two episodes back? Yeah. Oh my lordy. Yeah. I remember so, you, you said you were going to pace yourself. You weren't kidding. <laughs> no, apparently I paced myself right out of the game. So I
0: realized what's happened to me with the Life is Strange <laughs> franchise. When we got the very first game, I found out about it much after the fact that it had come out. You mentioned it to me after, and when you got it, it had already come out. Completely it was all well. available. You could play episodes, all of it. Mm-hmm. right? The other ones, like I think I got those as they all came out, but they came out
2: very, quickly or there was just a yeah, little was un- that, was that, in, a gap between. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yep.
0: I've decided I'm not playing anymore this damn game until all the episodes come out because I can't stay
1: interested or in love with the characters. And remember everything that's happening.
0: Uh, like I had no clue I hadn't played episode three yet. I was sure mm-hmm. that I had played episode three and nope, sure hadn't. So I'm like, you know what? I'm waiting until all the episodes are out <laughs> before I play this damn thing because that's one of the best parts of Life is Strange. It has nothing to do with the gameplay. The gameplay, quite honestly, is boring. It has, mm-hmm. the gameplay right. is the story. nothing story. special. Yeah. We've yep. seen it a million times with the Walking Dead games. We've seen it with the uh, the, the Wolf Among Us, all these different mm-hmm. choice games, right? We see that everywhere. It's nothing new. It's nothing exciting. What's great about this one, as you said, John, is the story. It's the characters. It's the mode, the motif, all that stuff that they set up in this. And you can't get into that if you have to wait four months between hour and a half gameplays. They
1: yep. did kind of stretch it out and milk it. What about you, Mo? Are you caught up? Did you? No, we don't do a spoiler for George, but where are no, you at? No,
2: I'm not. I haven't played the last one yet. Wow. And, and to tell you the truth, I'm right there with George again. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> they, the planets are aligning. <laughs> <laughs> the seventh seal on the covenant has been broken. <laughs> I, I think almost like, I think they are, I think they're getting a little full of themselves with this long mm-hmm. breaks in between episodes. Doesn't because, it feel that
0: way? Right.
2: Because it, it's almost like the, um, it's like if this was a TV show, it would fail. Right. Yeah. Because yes. no one yep. would wait four months for months. for another Why would you tune episode. in for
1: the next one? if? If I forgot what happened in the last one. Exactly.
0: Don't put it in episodic format if you're going to not deliver it in episodic format, meaning somewhat randomly close together. Every six weeks, maybe.
1: Six weeks would yeah. be fine, Four right? Or six weeks, yeah, I think you is reasonable. Do that. This thing has lasted almost a full year or more. More than a year, I think.
0: Well, especially if you consider that whole the kid that has the thought he had the special powers, but it turned mm-hmm. out he didn't. If you yep. include that as part of this storyline, which... It kind of is as a prequel.
1: Yeah. yeah. Captain Poser or whatever his name was. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Captain
2: Poser. Because the thing is like uh, what you said, John, earlier is like, I find that I have to go back and replay parts because I don't remember mm-hmm. everything that happened. Right. And so now I'm like with George, I'm like, I might as well wasted the whole thing's there and I could just kind of play it over a few days and be done with it and be happy. You know, I, I can't rewind time, but I, I almost wish I had
1: done that because again, no spoilers. I did play episode four because, you know, my daughter and I, we can't wait to play it together each time. Right. And I think you play it with your son, don't you, George? Usually. Yeah. He We do some stuff like that together. Yeah. And we got to the end of this episode and we looked at each other and he said, there is one more episode, right? I mean, it's it's almost like, where do we go from here? It wasn't a huge cliffhanger. It almost felt like it wrapped up, but we know it's not. You you very much said, hey, if you're going to do this episodic thing, you've got to really drive it and push the next one. And I'm not eager for the next one like I am on a huge cliffhanger. I'm more Mm -hmm. of like, well, we'll see what happens. They really should compress this a bit if they're going to do the story like this.
0: So and I'm going to go back again to the fact that you're not playing the character with powers, it gives I know, we've a different dynamic before. to the game. I, yeah, I'm not as invested in the character I'm playing as I was in Life is Strange 1. It's we not the even same close. Thing. Yep. Yeah. I tell
1: you the weirdest thing too is you go almost the entire fourth episode, he's not even around for part of it. And I'm like, th- yep. the paranormal part is the cool part. Come on. <laughs> there's there's no heart so far in this
0: game. There was heart in Life is Strange. There was heart in Before the Storm. There mm-hmm. was even heart in Captain Doogooder, whatever that one yeah. was called. Right, right. Yep. There's no heart in this one at all,
1: and that's what's really bothering me. I guess. Yeah, it's it, what's probably more frustrating to me than that is that I'm agreeing with you once again. Is that's probably <laughs> the most disturbing part? Is I'm on the same page. We, we have the same feeling, and uh, I'm not dissing on Life is Strange too, but I think you're right. Anybody who's listening that hasn't played it, you should wait until it's all done and it's on sale, and then give it a shot because yeah. it, yeah. it, it kind of it needs that. It can't stretch out. This yeah. it's not Game of Thrones here. It is not Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs>
0: America's Best Loved
1: Imported Wine Bringing you all the best of times America loves its wine America's Best Loved Imported Wine We need before we wind it up, we do like to take a second here toward the end of the show to talk about what we're looking forward to between now and the next time we get together. And uh, I can tell you, I'm looking forward to a, an animated series on Fox that I've been looking forward to for a while. Comes up September 29th, called Bless the Hearts. Has this hit your radar at all? The other no, time? I haven't even
2: heard of this one. What is it?
0: Yeah, this is uh okay. I've seen this one. It's got Maya Rudolph in it, who I really like. Uh, yep. Kristen Kristen Wick, I think. is in there. Oh, wow, yeah, okay. yeah. I've seen, Good cast. <laughs> I've seen some stuff yep.
1: about this one. I don't know if I'm going to love it or not. The thing that put it really on my radar. First, I like animation, which is great. And Fox has a track record for... It's not puppets. It's just animated. (laughs) But (laughs) That's why it's kind of 50-50. We'll see, right? It's puppets. Done deal. Uh, But it's actually set in the same universe as one of my all-time favorite shows, King of the Hill. Oh, is it it another Mike Judge? It is not a Mike Judge. It is not at all related to King of the Hill, but it's in the same universe. And the way you know that is they ask for Mike Judge's permission to have their store be the Megalomart, just like Hank and Bobby Hill went to in King of the Hill. So it's placed <laughs> in the same universe, which is is mildly amusing. It doesn't really impact the story. The trailers I've seen have been kind of hit or miss with some kind of redneck-y comedy, but uh, there's enough there that makes me interested. So I'm really looking forward to seeing whether it's going to be worth my time. So animation starts September 29th. Bless
2: the hearts cool mo what about you what are you looking forward to so luckily i was faster than george again so i put the <laughs> joker are
1: you guys fighting over the same looking forward again uh, there's no <sighs> fight we're both looking forward to it that is completely okay. yeah legitimate. but i'm first so
2: i win yeah it's not a win <laughs> loss thing i'm gonna yeah, get to see the it's, movie yeah, there's yeah, yeah plenty it's not of a thing, so i won oh that's yeah, all right it's not
1: first one in gets to see it you all get to see yeah, it yeah, what we we are you looking forward to no
2: it's the joker which i mean i think we're both probably looking forward to it for the same reasons um i was a little skeptical about this movie when i first heard about it you know like really? Cuz the cool thing about the Joker in comic books was that he didn't have an origin. He just appeared. Right. right. And even when they start talking about origins, it always turns out that it was always like, well, that could have been it. You know, like there's mm-hmm. always a lot of doubt and all that stuff. So I had some question about the whole thing, but after seeing the trailer, the last couple of trailers, and I I'm very interested in this movie. It looks like a really really well-done, very interesting, maybe slightly disturbing movie.
1: This is just the opposite, too. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix
2: film here is all about it is an origin story, right? It yeah. is. How did he get to be the Joker? right exactly yeah it is an origin story is it the origin story i don't know <laughs> i guess yeah. it's it's fiction right so i'm happy i have no issue with like giving him an origin story as long as it's not like canon i guess it would be the right word for it right well and they've said this will not be part of dcu so right. it's no
0: part of the D- yeah jared leto will still be the joker in the next whatever film they're gonna i think uh the birds of prey might be the next film that he appears in but hmm. okay yeah
2: i mean george what are you th- what are your thoughts on this
0: well i was looking forward to it but i was kind of a little bit more, I don't know, reticent only Mm -hmm. because Joaquin Phoenix, who I love, it seems like every time he's going to do something, everybody just jumps on his bandwagon and oh he's the greatest actor ever he's the artsy <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good though. he's a pretty good actor he is, he's yeah. really good but i keep waiting for that to come around and bite him right
2: like oh i see yeah. everybody's
0: building him up so much that it's gonna take a good movie and give it unrealistic expectations and so people are gonna then pan the movie because it wasn't as great as everybody was expecting it to be but it's still pretty damn good and that's what's <laughs> always made me a little nervous you couple that with probably the greatest evil villain in comic Book history mm-hmm. with the Joker, and now your expectations are through the roof even higher.
1: We call that the M. Night Shyamalan factor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he you just can't live up on? sometimes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But I think, regardless of this film, I was bought in. I mean, the trailers you write, you're right, Mo, they are creepy, they are disturbing, and some of the clips and cuts in them really give you a sense of how I hope the movie will go because Mm -hmm. that's a big thing. Like, you can cut a trailer together and make it look one way as we've seen in the past, Mm -hmm. and the movie has nothing to do with the way that that trailer was cut. I hope that this movie goes along the same lines that this trailer has, because if it does, I'm all in.
1: All right, and it's right around the corner, so when can we look forward to seeing the joke? Uh, It's coming out October 4th. Well,
0: Mo and I can look forward to. Since you didn't put it on your list, you're not allowed to look forward (laughs) to it. You can't see it.
1: I could still look forward to it. I'm allowed.
0: Nope, nope, you can see it. You just can't look forward to seeing it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> i deserve to see it just like this show.
2: <laughs> well okay how about this we'll see how that was the uh thing you pitched earlier the uh undone. undone so if undone is good then you can see the joker then i'm allowed to see the joker yeah you know what i will let it ride on that i know you're gonna like
1: it so that's if fine you with eat me. all your vegetables <laughs> <laughs> then you can have dessert that's right <laughs>
2: I put these beauties aside for you. Everybody's eating more vegetables. That's why Campbell's added more vegetables to their vegetable soup. As your tastes grow, Campbell's is listening and growing with you. Campbell's soup is good food. Try Campbell's dry soup in a box, too.
1: You're our fourth listener, and we'd love to read your emails right here on the show, so hit us up at podcast at genxgrownup.com. And finally, Gen X Grown Up is more than just this podcast. Our YouTube channel has hundreds of videos ready for you to enjoy. Plus, you can find our entire body of work on genxgrownup.com. That is going to wrap it up for another edition of the Gen X Grown Up podcast. Before we leave, you know, I love to take a moment here at the end of the show to thank the amazing human mm. beings that support us over on oh, Patreon.
0: Welcome. Oh, not me.
1: No, Camp. no, no, no. the patrons, George, the patrons. We, oh. we, we, we we love you too, human beings, so I just assumed. George was right twice today. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> right? That's, you can't have this one. You only get <laughs> two a day. That's it. <laughs> We're so grateful to the folks that support us financially over on Patreon, yeah. giving a few bucks a month to support what we do here on the podcast over on YouTube and the website. And, of course, I'm talking about you, Levi, Slowmo, Greg, Corey, Dana, Chad, Chewbacca, Stean, Thomas. Oh, I forgot to take a breath. Marcus, <laughs> Mike, Dan, Agile, Will, <laughs> T2, Blasteter, Stashit, and John. Not you, John. No, no, the good John, a not A totally me. different John. <laughs> <laughs> committed to helping us out. We could not be more grateful. Thank you so much for your commitment. If you want to join them, head over to patreon.com slash Gen X Grown Up. We would love to welcome you to the fold. Yeah, absolutely. We will be back in two weeks with a regular edition of the show, but next week will be the backtrack. We pick a single nostalgic topic and dig in. Mo, tell the fine fourth
2: listeners what we're doing next week. We're going to do a backtrack on dead brands. Things that we thought would be here forever that are now mm. gone. Wow. Like yep. Richard Nixon. <laughs>
0: I, I no, never thought that he'd that be
2: account- <laughs> like Donald Sutherland yeah, like yeah Donald Sutherland you
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> all right we will dig into that on the next backtrack until then I am John Mo. thank you so much for being here always fun man George you know I appreciate you yes sir and fourth listener we appreciate you most of all and we will talk to you next time bye bye see you guys take care everybody Gen X Grown Up is a member of the Evergreen Podcast family. Learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com. We're also an affiliate of the Geeks Worldwide Radio Network. You can check them out at the gww.com. Let's take a moment to look in our fourth listener email box bag. I don't Fuck what I call it. Let me try to get Virtual
2: box.